You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I am so glad that you're listening today. So today we're going to talk about uh, family devotions or personal devotions. Uh, one of the things that we talked about yesterday in church is that as we read Luke chapter 13, we realize that um, that one of the most important questions we can ask in the middle of any scenario is, you know, are we walking in with the Lord and bearing fruit? I mean, have we repented? Are we, are we right with God? Are we, are we running towards the Lord? And one of the things that uh, we're finding with the social distancing rules is that a lot of families have experienced the clearing of the calendar. You know, no more, no more baseball practice. You know, a lot of things were canceled that we enjoyed doing. No more softball, no more dance. And the question sort of arises, well, what are we going to do with all that extra time? And, you know, whether you're a family with a clear calendar or whether you're a single individual, you know, living alone with just some extra time because you're not hanging out with your friends. You know, one of the things that I want to encourage the church to do with this extra time is to connect with the Lord. And so I wanted to specifically talk to families, although I think the episode will be useful to everybody. I want to talk specifically today about families. And so I have invited uh, my favorite church member to be our special guest today. So my wife, Lindsay Skipper. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. All right. So, Lens, I really appreciate you coming because um, I'm, I want to tell everybody right now that, you know, I admire a lot of the things that the Lord puts on your heart for us to do as a family. Um, and I, I love the way that you help us in, as we engage in our family devotions. And I just want to say you're a phenomenal you know, partner in this. So, thanks for coming and bringing um, an extra insight today. Um Lens, we'll, let's kick it off this way. So while I'm at church getting ready for the live stream, you're on Sunday mornings, you are at home with the kids. And like a lot of our other families, uh, before church, you're, you're using the Sunday school material that's been provided at the church online site on our webpage, and you're leading our family in Sunday school. I'm hoping that and that parents leading their households in the Sunday school lessons every week is kind of opening a window to recognizing that as moms and dads, you know, we're we're spiritual leaders in our household and we're equipped and empowered by God for that. So let's just kind of launch from that place. I'm never I'm never in our home Sunday school. I'm in our family devotions every every night, but on Sunday mornings I don't get to see that. How's that going for the uh, Skipper Clan? It's been good. Um... You know, we, I try to involve the boys as much as I can with um, scripture reading or activities, um, whatever we are doing for that day. And so um, that would be one piece of advice I would offer you, especially if you've got some older kids you know, who can read or, you know, take some responsibility for those types of things. Um, but for us, it's been it's been pretty good. So. Hey, you know, as far as reading goes, I, I teach RAs. I love teaching the boys on Wednesday night for RAs. This is probably wrong. I should ask, you know, Hope or other children's leaders about this. But from my observations as far as, like, kids reading, my second graders are kind of okay when they're reading, and my third graders are killing it. Mm -hmm. And so it's somewhere right in that that seems like the perfect time for kids to read larger blocks of Scripture when they're reading in your family Mm -hmm. devotion. Uh, I totally agree with you on that. Okay, so 
I hope that our families are having a good experience. I know that Hope and Robin have been posting um, a lot of suggestions and um, some tell me what go, what's going on type posts on our Facebook uh, pages and Facebook groups. That's been really helpful for me to watch. But let's let's make the shift to family devotions. So um, I hope that us engaging in Sunday school this way will help everybody begin to do better job with family devotions in the evening. Like maybe some families who have been too busy or overwhelmed or have never thought about doing a family devotion together as they lead these uh, Sunday school groups. Maybe they're thinking, hey, we, we can get this a shot and we've got some extra time on our hand. So let's just kick off with the basics of family devotion. Okay, for us, um, it has evolved over the years. I will say... Um, when we first started doing family devotion or worship time, um, it was a madhouse. <laughs> that's been, that's been um, putting it very nicely. Yeah. And you know, I think it, I think it's kind of good for everybody. No offense, just but set your set your standards and expectations fairly low. Like it's yes. not fun the first and, time. No, and I, you know. Ben jokes that um, Andy Stanley is my favorite preacher, and I, I was always uh, listening to his podcast you know, a couple of years ago, and I listened to one of his podcasts where he shared about how even in his family, they were hitting and punching and burping during family devotion, you know, and I was like, oh, this is, we're, oh, we're, na- we're nailing it, you yeah, know, we're killing it, because um, that's exactly how it is at our house, but um and I think as we, as our boys have gotten older, um, we've been able to tackle a little bit more during that time, you know. Um, and again, some days that is, um, it doesn't go awesome. And some days we have great discussions, you know, afterwards. Or um, so it, it really is just a day by day thing. And I would say just give. Give yourself some grace. Give your kids some grace during this, and and start off really small. That's and I, what would, I would say, I would say, aim small and give yourself loads of grace. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if if you miss a night, don't beat yourself up because we were very hit and miss. I would say in the earlier phases of our family, like yeah. we weren't always as consistent as we wanted to be, and, and this year. The Lord put it on your heart to for us to read through the whole Bible, and so that's kind of been the pattern of our family devotions. Actually, it's very simple. Like we just gather up, we read the three or four chapters that we're going to read for the night, um, we pray together, and we go to bed. And sometimes conversations start up yeah. um, around that. And I guess people could use other patterns. Probably some of our families, um, you know, do more question and answer, more dialogue. Mm-hmm. I would certainly encourage you when you start, you know, aim small with your passage, you know, read much, read less than that, unless you, your kids are older. You think about the size and the age of your family, you know, I mean, how, you know, what's, if, if your kids are very small, I mean, I would, I would tell, tell simple stories from the scripture, you know, use powerful, memorable verses, um, you know, episodes from the life of Jesus, but I wouldn't be reading through the book of Leviticus, which we did a couple of months back. Yeah, and you know, when our boys were younger too, we would pick um, a children's Bible yeah, and read right. through it. We read through the Jesus Storybook Bible and several others, and those resources were really helpful. Um, you can also pick a, a devotional book for kids that's always really helpful. It usually, you know, a lot of times it has like one verse of scripture and then something that you read, a little short snippet of something that you yeah. read, and I think those are helpful to if you just do not know where to start um i know one of those types um type of devotional books that we have used in the past was indescribable i think it's written by yeah, Louis Louis Giglio. Giglio. Yeah. yeah and so that was a really good um it's kind of 
science oriented. And our family was kind of nerdy for that. Yeah, and so that was always, um, uh, those were good resources for us when we first began. And, um, you know, another thing I would say is um, involve your kids as much as, you know, you can. And also, um, just as they are growing, take into account those you know, those needs and those changes as they get older. You know, sometimes you may have to give your kid, you know, a piece of Play-Doh or something to play with while they're sitting there trying to um, pay attention, you know. Um, Also, we have done some singing before in the past and a lot of times me and the boys do that in the mornings when we start our morning time we I wanted them to know some of the old hymns so we sang through some of the old hymns and that was always fun um especially because we have a dog that likes to sing along but um you said that fun and I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or serious no it was fun it was fun we enjoyed it or I enjoyed it so I like I like it but um okay well I want to wrap up because we're kind of getting to the end of the little 10 minute spot that we carve out so what are the most important, most helpful things that we can tell people um, as they begin a life of regular devotions, especially for families who are leading a family devotion? I think for me, it would be, like you said earlier, to start small and um, to not have, like, visions of grandeur, you know, because um, this is real life and this is a habit that you are trying to instill in them. This is not you know, the candles are lit and, you know, the quiet, mu- or at least it's not in our house, and the like quiet house, music playing yeah. in the background. Right. You know, sometimes it's like WWE right up until the point of, all right, let's get it started now, guys. You, you know, got, grab sit your down, Bible. shut up, and get your Bible. Yeah. Um, also, something I just thought of, too, that I've, that um, Ben and I went to a conference in March, and one of the speakers got up, and he set a timer for, like, I don't remember how many minutes, and he said, oh, we're going to have this many minutes of silence. And it was kind of uncomfortable, but it really helped you kind of, like, um, just calm yourself for a minute and take a deep breath. And so sometimes um, when we sit down to do our reading at night, if it's, like, chaos, yeah, I say, okay. Yeah, I say, guys, I'm going to set a one-minute timer, and everybody just be quiet, you know, take a deep breath in and out and pray or whatever, just quiet your mind. And that usually kind of does help us reset and, and focus for a minute. So Okay, so here's the challenge. Church family, uh, whether you're a single individual living by yourself, whether you're an adult, whether you're kids, or whether you're uh, parents who are responsible for children in your household, man, I just want to challenge our church. Like, let's do it. Let's lead at-home devotions and family devotions really, really well over the next few weeks while this extra time has been given to us to form this habit. So, Couple of, uh, couple of, I guess, you know, reminders from this. If you have small children, you may want to get a kid's children's Bible and use that. You know, when your kids get a little older, I think you can start to use um, selected scriptures. At the point where our family is now, we're just kind of reading through the Bible. I think a general format for you should probably be um, just, a, just a moment to reflect and read the scripture talk about it, answer the questions that naturally come up, and pray together. Um, And the best part of it will be the follow-up conversations, sometimes that you have the next day. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's not always easy. Like reading through our Bible, a lot of the material in the Old Testament, like the conquest of the land, you know, when Joshua's going in and they're just, you know, and they're they're killing people, and our kids are looking at us going, is that okay? And we're like, ooh, I've got to figure out a good answer for you for that. You know, when we're reading Leviticus, it really challenged me you know, to keep growing and keep thinking and keep studying the Word. And I think that would be good for us. So don't shy away. Don't run from that. Um, the other thing that I'll say is don't expect any one family devotion to feel good or to be perfect, but recognize that this is a marathon. I mean, you are, you are 
you know, run in the distance. Like if our hearts are calloused, you know, like the Berlin Wall, you're chipping away at it every day with a chisel. And so over time, these family devotions, I think, will help open our hearts to the Lord and help our kids grow in a knowledge of the grace of God. Infuse these devotions with stories from your day, from how your faith, your living and vibrant faith today, um, you know, is working itself out in your life about how you became a believer, how you're walking with the Lord. But those are a couple of things that I would challenge us as we get started to be a church, as a church who is doing well with family devotions. Lindsay, do you have anything else you want to say as we wrap up? Um, I think um, mainly just, like you said, to encourage people to, you know, you're setting an example for your kids to hopefully one day develop a habit of yeah. their own personal time with the Lord. And so you want them to look back and remember these times as, you know, maybe they weren't always perfect. Maybe we did end up fighting or getting sent to bed, but you want them to remember them as times where you were pointing them to Jesus ultimately, you know? Yeah, right and so I think that's um, just something to keep in mind. So. And, and don't miss the value of their questions, their ideas, or even of them reading the scripture of your household or, um, I just think that's important. So, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I hope that you are richly blessed as you launch out into the brave new world uh, for some of our families of leading family devotions. A lot of our families have been doing this for a while. So what I'd encourage you to do is give some tips, share some ideas. Lens and I are not the only ones that have good comments on this. So maybe we can create a Facebook thread and you guys can uh, chime in throughout the day to give us some good stories or suggestions for our family devotions. I know the church family, my myself included, <clears throat> would be super interested to read that. So thanks for tuning in today.